Hello everyone, for Gray Man Media, I am your host, Devin Gray, and this is Down to Earth with John Metz. John is an accomplished chef, DJ, and streamer. He's just as comfortable in the woods as he is on the lake and loves to make noise at the gun range. You can find him on Facebook, Snapchat at John502, TikTok at John's For the Win, and Instagram at Doom502. John, how are you, brother? <clears throat> Currently choking. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. Uh... Man, I'm just dying so hard. That pre-show was about mess my mind up right there. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Oh my god. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, <sighs> at some point we'll be able to release a a, a video or at least an audio <laughs> file of just you know us fucking up before we actually start the recording. And let me tell you guys, when that comes out and you get to hear what just happened to John, it's uh, you're going to enjoy it. It wasn't even one whole drink in or anything. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> it's just like somebody slapped me until I was silly. Oh, good God almighty. Good gracious. Don't use God's name in vain. Oh Lord. Please stop. John. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is actually this is actually a re-record. We had some uh, technical difficulties with the uh, first uh, first one, but AKA me. Well, well, <laughs> both of us. We, but we 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 had a lot of good questions, so I'm going to try to echo some of those questions as much as I can. Oh yeah. Um. So we talked a lot about the food scene here in Louisville and mm-hmm. kind of your, you know, your experience as a as a chef. Um. You want to try to go into that? <clears throat> yeah. Uh. And apologies, I'm still trying to gain my composure here. Um, it's not especially now we're a little bit more official. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. It's a comedy cast now. You just got to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We don't have the Rona, I swear, people. Mm-hmm. I swear, everybody, we don't have the Rona. We're just falling apart. That's all that's happening. <laughs> Complete mental breakdowns. Um, anyway, yeah. to answer your question, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different styles and right and louisville itself in kentucky we are probably most well known for our restaurant industry of course everybody thinks of bourbon and churchill downs but the real truth is we are such a food driven society and when the coronavirus hit it completely obliterated that for so many people i mean tens of thousands of people out of work businesses being shut down all kinds of crazy stuff happening it, it's going nuts out there, but we still have some of the best restaurants in the country, I believe, because we have a combination of people from all over the world, all over the country, bringing their expertise here. Yeah, we talked about that. We were I, I asked you um, if you thought that Louisville, because I had actually heard this from a different, um, it was like a food show or something like that. They were talking about like, you know, up and coming cities and Louisville was on that list for like the food scene to explode. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> by the time that article came out, we probably already exploded more than once. Like yeah. the the real truth is like there is oh man, there's my catchphrase. God, the real truth with John Metz. <laughs> <laughs> no, um the thing is, uh with our city, like I said, it's 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 quite amazing. I mean, you go from food trucks to restaurants to dine-ins to dives to in and outs to everything that you you would think corporately would be here. But we actually have less corporate businesses than we do in-house state and locally owned businesses. And those are the businesses I try to support as much as possible. Yeah, the local stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
what are some, what were some of the kind of like um, challenges that that happened for you know you obviously, but the the restaurant staff as a whole throughout the city when after coronavirus? Well, I mean, other than getting laid off uh, is, <laughs> <laughs> and completely being like, I don't know what the word, right word is, disemboweled. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's pretty dark. I know. But, no, it's it really it does. It's gut-wrenching. It, it feels like, you know, everything you've ever worked towards, you know, through your entire life. Because in Kentucky, there used to be only three different things you could do. Agriculture, industrial work, or food service. And those of us that have dedicated our lives to food and food service and creating that as a to make it an actual sustainable career instead of just a part time job somewhere, you know, a lot of people don't think about food or restaurant industry workers as actual jobs. They just think of them as like, oh, well, they're just part time and they're just doing this. No, we make a living doing this. And some of them must make really good livings or used to would be the operative words there. But it's it's just one of those things is that it's it's really taken a whole toll on everybody. Yeah. So um, I actually want to I want to recreate a moment that we had <laughs> oh. on the on the original podcast. I'm all original. I don't do reruns. No, no. I want you to give an original. <laughs> I want you to give a din- different answer in case I decide to use that part. I probably will because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to make the perfect meal, oh yeah, <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Perfect barbecue. What are, you, what are you making? Barbecue. See, that's what threw me off because that wouldn't be my perfect meal. It wouldn't no. be barbecue. No, that's fine. We're, we're talking barbecue. Okay, barbecue. Well, again, I would have to do at least, you know, a 14-hour smoked chicken okay. with a 23-hour smoked brisket. I mean, it's all about the smoker, about the wood chips, about that flavoring, getting that nice deep pit in there. <clears throat> and to copy my answer, I think, from last time too, what I really would love to do is do a real – um, Indonesian style pig roast, or not not Indonesian. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Like Nepal mm. style pig roast, where they would dig a pit in the ground, bury or create a huge fire with hot stones, like stones in there in the fire, and heat them up with the fire. Get it up to a couple about hundred degrees, thousand degrees, whatever. Put the pig in, cover it with dirt, wet burlap sacks, and basically, basically, basically make a pressure cooker out of the earth and get all those rich flavors. Yeah. And then, okay. So you got your meats. Now what do you do? Give me three sides. Cornbread. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have that cornbread with plenty of squeezy butter. (laughs) Squeezy butter? Bread sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Can't forget bush baked beans. The beans that keep you going. So cornbread, baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it's gonna be a whole other show. Dude. <laughs> give, me, give me a third one. Give me a third one. Well, I did breadsticks. You gonna have two types of bread? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why is it so wrong to have two different kinds of bread? I guess you can add some collard greens or something in there, but I don't like collard greens. You don't like collard greens? No, absolutely not. Oh, I love collard greens. I like them if they cooked like, like I had a, a friend growing up, and I mean, nice like traditional Southern style black family home, and they're cooking. Oh my God, when they cooked them greens, it was just, 
Yeah, the only time I've ever had um you you met Bri- uh Brian, right? Yeah, yeah. So the only time I've ever had collard greens was when his his mama made made me some. That's the only way I'll do it. It was so fucking good. Only I've never I'll had do. collard greens other than that, but my dad makes them and he puts bacon and everything in them. They taste okay, I guess, but it's there's just a different level of like flavor. Yeah, I don't know what what, what his mama did, but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So so then what what kind of dessert are you gonna choose? Warm apple pie. <laughs> How what? Very- <laughs> oh god i've got something to tell you about that um, oh goodness um no you didn't so now you so now pair, pair all that with a drink uh that would be whiskey mountain dew whiskey mountain dew absolutely uh-huh. interestingly enough exactly what we'd be drinking uh-huh. mountain dew was originally made to pair with whiskey right actually yeah i found that out recently yeah, I wasn't was that weird? Very surprised by that, but yeah, it was actually created to blend with whiskey. That's so strange to me because most of the, people, whenever you get dark liquors, they always reach for dark sodas to mix with it, which I guess is understandable. It makes sense in your head, and it's not like Coke's a bad mixer. But no, but that started with Jack Daniels. They're the ones who started that whole campaign ah. because Jack Daniels paired with Coke. Aha! Back in the eighties, yeah, because ah. Coke needed a sponsor, and they realized the alcohol genre was a untapped market for them. Did you did you do you know any of the history of why Moscow mules are only served in copper mugs? Well, it was supposed to be for the flavor, isn't it? No. So the the there was a company that was um, there was an American company that had that was selling vodka. Oh. And the they found out about this drink, and vodka was becoming pretty mainstream in America at the time. I think that was right after Prohibition. So. Early sixties, maybe, and I and I might have that wrong. It might have been before or something. I don't know. We but need a, we need a fact checker. Fact there checker. Was, there was a there was a, a point in in American history where we started drinking a lot more vodka, and that's when they started making up all these mixed drinks with vodka. Somebody made the Moscow Mule. Don't know why they called it Moscow because it, it was made in America. It's because the vodka comes from Moscow. Yeah, but still. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and so the the company that owned that vodka um, brand owned a bar and they were trying to push the vodka sales. Hmm. So they also owned a copper mill. Uh huh. Yeah. So they wanted to create the image that the Moscow mule had to be served in copper cups so that they could, they could basically, you know, have a trifecta on that market. My life is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I might have some details wrong in there or something like that, but I mean, for the most part, that's, that's what happened. Well, fun fact, (laughs) fun fact, FF, um, <laughs> copper, actually, there is a, a really good, another good reason that you pair, like, vodka, high-proof grain alcohol. Sure. Not grain. It's a potato. High-proof potato alcohol. Anyway, it's a mash. The reason you pair that with a copper glass or glassware in general is because it doesn't dilute the flavor. A clear whiskey will pick up the flavor of anything that it touches. So if you're drinking it out of a wood goblet, for instance, if you're fucking, I don't know, a Viking, <laughs> um, and you left your horn at home, it's going <laughs> to pick up whatever that wood has picked up. It's going to soak into it. But copper is a neutralizing agent. It's purifier, and it will not allow that conductivity between the alcohol, so it doesn't change the flavor. Huh. No, I didn't know that at all. And that's why you never put a copper mug in the dishwasher. Because as soon as you do, 
all that chemical will get in there and it will eat away at it. Oh, okay. Always hand wash with lemon juice and ice. Yeah, I never knew that. Um, so <laughs> you, you said WAP earlier. WAP. <laughs> Did you listen to Ben Shapiro read those lyrics? <laughs> I've seen a lot of people do those lyrics. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, you can just imagine his fucking voice. Michael Kohler showed this to me when he was overdoing his interview, <laughs> and he was. <laughs> He's like, wet ass p word, <laughs> super censored. It was it was so fucking funny. I would love to hear like some famous people do that, like Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, wouldn't that be entertaining? <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty entertained by that. Or even Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken's would be good. I've got a wet ass pussy here today for you. Come on, wap it, wap it good. Come on. <laughs> There's no way those are the lyrics. I don't know the fucking lyrics, but it works. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad impression. Oh, fucking Christ. Could always do Trump or Stewie Griffin. I'm just saying there's a buttload. That would be interesting. Any other, I'm not going to do it here because I'm not trying to take up show time, but any other vocal artists who want to send in stuff to the show <laughs> with their impressions of reading those lyrics be feel free to do this because i'm so for it right now oh um let me try to think of something else that we were talking about on the on the on the original podcast um that we recorded um oh, are you gonna eat a chip <laughs> i'll do it back would, here would you would you like me to to just mute me no i'll, I'll go ahead Um, oh, fuck. There was so much. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, listen. This is this was a this is a re-record episode because me and John decided that within the first forty minutes we would be incredibly intoxicated. Um, and it was basically an incoherent mess of us talking over each other and just losing our shit. So we're here trying to recreate that fire without screaming. <laughs> was it? Was it? Incoherent mess, though? Or was it just incoherent genius? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I think we had, like, a good rhythm where we're, like, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Do you remember the time, one of your parties? No. Yep. That's <laughs> the same answer you gave me last time. <laughs> where I came in stone cold sober, oh. and within five minutes of me being there and you feeding me alcohol, I got blackout drunk. And threw up on your couch and left. Yep, I do remember. <laughs> that couch is still with us today, I believe. I still have it. I st oh, wait. No, I did burn that one. I eventually did burn it. Yep, that couch is now burned. <laughs> but I had it for years after that. <laughs> and you were you were at, uh, were you at uh, Derek Emerson's birthday party? If I was, I don't remember. Okay, because that was the one where we played beer pong, but I was a bitch, and I didn't drink beer, so I drank my vodka. Oh, now I do slightly remember that. And I and basically, Wesley and um, Jessica had to carry me. Was that the one where Molly came over? <sighs> Not for me. Not for me. I don't think I was into that yet. Mm. Yeah, I think that was pre-like drugs. Like, obviously, I'd smoked, and obviously, I drank. 
No, really? Took took a while to get into like other <laughs> other stuff. Such been such a great influence in her life. Apparently, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, make me sound like a hero. Oh, that's another thing I was talking about. <laughs> I just had a huge long discussion, whole thing with Jessica after we got our apartment, and I was like, "Don't just invite people over. I want to, you know, I want to make sure I know them. I want to vet them, make sure they're not crazies." Like, like me. And it was like day one of you working Steak and Shake. And like me and you were working side by side on the go. And we're like, you know, we're kicking it off, you know. And it's, hey, you want to come over for a party later tonight? That was one of the best first days at work I think I've ever had. Within 20, I just give Cheska tons of shit about not inviting people. And then I just turn around like, hey, I just met this guy. And what did I do? What did I do? Uh, yeah, well, you uh, you poured a, you made us a bunch of shots and stuff. Oh no no, you got to start when I walked through the door. I walked through the door with a backpack and a duffel bag full of alcohol. <laughs> you brought the entire bar. I brought the whole bar. Yeah, and then and then you proceeded to show us some of your some of your fucking skills as a as a mixologist, um, including one of the shots that you made us. And god damn it, I can't remember what it is again. But it was monkey like the brain. one monkey brain. Yeah, yeah, where it looks like it's literally it's like it's what do you put in it? It is a um, quarter of an ounce of peach schnapps. Then you upside down a spoon and you pour Bailey's on top of that. And then you put grenadine on top of that really carefully down the center. And it creates this like really cool visual effect. But it kind of tastes like you're swallowing somebody's cum. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know what that's like. <laughs> what, what, the, the weirdest thing, like it, you were like, okay, I'm gonna make you guys monkey brains. And I was, I'm, I'm just expecting, you know, it's gonna be a shot, and there's no real reason for it to be called monkey brain. You <laughs> pour it, you make it, and it's like, oh god, that looks like a monkey brain. <laughs> it really that's, does. That's what I would imagine that looks like. It really does. <laughs> and it, and the grenadine makes it look like there's blood. <laughs> and then the, the but how we took so many of those. Oh yeah, dude. I think we cleared three bottles doing that. We drank. A lot. It, it, like, I've obviously drank a lot. But every time you come over, every time we're around each other, John. I don't know. I bring a bottle. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's deciding which bottle to bring. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing that you said on the podcast. You were like, hey, I have a choice. It's <laughs> You're just trying to put in random sound bites. I really am at this point. It's more, it's more fun this way. Um. Ugh. All right. Oh what? God! Was I armed at that time? I don't remember. Of course you were armed. Okay. It was the first thing we talked about. Yeah. Was there ever a time I wasn't armed around you? It's very rare. Aren't you glad that you know people like me now, though? I mean, yeah. I, I'm. I'm. You, I usually don't carry. Um. I still haven't gotten comfortable with it. That's fair. <clears throat> you have to be. Yeah. I, I, I'm just. I'm not there yet. Um. Every time I carry, I feel, I feel almost like I don't know. There's like a weird weight. Did you did did you experience that when you first started carrying? No, I actually. I mean, I've been shooting guns since I was like five years old. Right. Okay. So I've never really been uncomfortable around them. I've always had a very healthy respect for them, hmm. uh, and I always get very nervous when other people have them in their possession because, in my experience, nobody I've personally ever met, except for other servicemen or military, have ever handled a firearm in any way that I'm comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> That's fair. It it doesn't usually bother me unless like I think they're kind of a a dummy. Well, it's like I remember 
I don't know if you were with me at the time. This is still back when we were working at Steak and Shake, but this is a really odd memory. It was, I thought it was me, you, my ex, and some people from Steak and Shake, and we went pool hopping into some apartment complex, and it was in, around the time of 4th of July, and we, so we went pool hopping to this dude. He had, like, some <clears throat> fake AR-15 or, uh aerosoft guns or whatever and then some other stuff like that but then we're shooting fireworks and the dude walks up behind me his arm is stretched out past my head and then all i hear is five loud pops and i'm like that's not a firework what the fuck are you doing dude had a fucking 22 caliber pistol and he was shooting it right next to my head I freaked, cool. I freaked out on the dude. I, I, I actually took him fucking down and took his gun from him and about pistol whipped the dude. I'm like, you ever do that again, I will shoot you back. <laughs> Don't ever do that around me again. No, I was not there. No, okay. <clears throat> but, I've, hey, I mean, that was that was like, that was one of my first things. Like, yeah, I can't trust anybody else with a gun, so I'm definitely going to carry a gun. <laughs> I was scared of guns for a long, like, I was when I was a kid, guns were awesome. And then, and then when I was a teenager, I had a really bad experience and I was scared of guns for a while. Uh, we, it was me, Austin and Jeremy, and we were walking around. This is going to sound crazy. It was a 4th of July party. It's always 4th of July. That we went, um, and we were, we went walking cause it was really, it was a party for the adults and we were just teenagers. We couldn't do nothing. So we just started, decided to start walking around and we run into this kid, into this kid and he pulls a gun out on us. Luckily, Austin knew him from school, so we were able to kind of talk our way out of that situation. Oh, another call of mine, kid. Cool. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, your bath bomb idea. <laughs> you sure you don't want to hear some more fun, crazy gun stories? <laughs> oh, we can come back to that. Okay. <laughs> so, I was in a Facebook thread today. This is very pertinent because this is up to date for you all who are listening, um, especially you, listener number one four seven five eight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I was in a Facebook thread today, and a friend of mine, <clears throat> she makes bath bombs, and she wanted some ideas. So this thread took off. I got into it pretty late, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, it would be a cool idea for a bath bomb. Is a bath bomb shaped like a toaster?" <laughs> And when you put it in there, it has little sponges shaped like lightning bolts <laughs> that come out of it. Oh, my God. A lot of people loved it. But then, like, halfway down the thread, some other guy was like, what about a toaster? Just a toaster. And then some other dude was like, hey, dickweed. <laughs> some other edgy dude already came up with that. Quit fucking trying to edge rap or whatever he said. I can't remember exactly. But he was like, quit trying to copy him. And then it turned into a fight between these two. And I was just sitting here like, oh, look at the chaos I've created. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. That's one thing I can say about you, John. You are 100% an agent of chaos. <laughs> I like the power. Do you have any more gun-related Incidents. Yeah, remember when me and, you, me and you went to the ATM that one night? I wasn't sure if you wanted to tell that story, Absolutely. but please. That's one of my favorites. Please tell me. <laughs> Other than my times when I've been like, you know, door-to-dooring and doing door-to-door sales, and I've had people pull guns and put them in my face to my forehead, and I've still sold them a security system after that. <laughs> um, aside from that, 
<laughs> that situation was probably the funniest. And I can't remember who was with me. Who screamed out my car window that night? Was it Austin? No, I'm the one that screamed out the car window. At the kid on the skateboard? Yes. Oh, so it was but your it, fault. It was my fault. <laughs> it was my fault, but there was somebody else with us. And and most of the time, I I remember it being Wesley. Because I'm almost 100% sure it was Wesley. Because I think that was around the time period he was staying with us. Oh, he that. definitely said something. He might have. But you know. both said something. I screamed. I was just driving, and I think you all were drunk, and I'm pretty sure I was not. <laughs> Completely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell the, tell the story. So, right. so so we're driving out of the apartment. Literally, it's only like literally half a block. It's not even far. It's like behind the apartment complex. We didn't even need to drive. Just wanted to because I'm lazy, and I didn't want to walk up and down all your stupid fucking hills over here. <laughs> and anyway, so <laughs> I'm driving my little red Pontiac, which is Beasted out. I got lights underneath it, it lights inside. Got a banging sound system. It was dope. Hardcore. Got my little revolver sitting here next to me, you know, just chilling. You know, we over here ganging out. You know, gang life. What's up, player? <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> cancel. <laughs> Fucking cancel. <laughs> anyway, so we're driving through and it's like. 12.30 at night, maybe later, probably later, because I think we're getting, no, it might have been earlier, because we're getting alcohol for, for sure. I think that's why we're going to the ATM. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and we were uh, we were driving through this parking lot, and y'all see some kids skateboarding, and I don't remember what you yelled out. What'd you yell? I, I think I said, do a fucking kickflip or something. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was yeah. it. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> uh, trailer park board reference again. Bam. Um. <laughs> Just get over it. I'm nerding out. So you tell, do a fucking kickflip, noob. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's yeah. what I sound like. And then, so I, I was like, fuck that shit. So I did a wide left turn and <laughs> decided to go halfway on the other side of the parking lot before I pulled up to this ATM. Well, these dudes come skating up to me. and they get, Hold on. It's important to recognize that these were teenagers. I mean, 17, 18. Yeah. I was also 17, 18. What? We were 19 at least. Maybe me. You were 19. I was 21. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because somebody had to buy the alcohol. That's fair. <laughs> that sounds accurate. For I'm forever. 16 forever. Oh, God. <laughs> so so they ride up on us. They ride up on us. One on one side, one on the other side, right here by the ATM. And I'm like, got my card into this ATM, right? And I'm just sitting there. And this dude's like, yo, smacks my car. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's your problem, bro? And he's like, what y'all yell at us, man? Well, you don't know what you're doing. What if we had a gun? <laughs> I and get this smirk on my face. That's when I lost it because I was because you had you your hand was on it. Oh, as soon you're as like, I saw I'm, somebody I'm in my side view this. mirror. Yeah. I'm not pulling this, but I'm ready if I have to. As soon as I saw my side view mirror, somebody coming up, I'm like, y'all, at I hear the ATM. Them, I scare, I hear him skating up, man. I'm ready. And he says, what if we had a gun? And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be something it's if exactly, one of us had a gun? Exactly what you said. And at that point, I believe I picked my gun up out of its hiding spot, placed it right on my appendix <coughs> at the ready with my hand off the trigger because I'm a safe gun owner. There was one. There was. And the guy. The guy next to you. Yeah, on the passenger saw. side. He was like his. I remember. I just got a quick glance, and I didn't get to see his face completely. But his eyes got big as fuck. Yeah, and he, I think he motioned to the guy on your side to like shut the, the fuck up. Let's shut get the, the fuck, fuck up out of here. <laughs> Yo, he 
yo, he has a gun. <laughs> yo, he has a gun. <laughs> yo, what are you guys thinking? You can't, you know, what if what, what are you thinking rolling up on us at the ATM? What are you thinking? And he wouldn't even look, and he was right next to me. He didn't even see it. He didn't even look at my car. It's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, you're rolling up on me. I was like, I told him, I was like, you're rolling up on the wrong people at an ATM in the middle of the night. This is something you should probably think about before you start spouting your mouth. Yeah, you can't just be, come on now. No, not having that game today. No. Uh-uh. And they and and again they were they were eighteens. You can't even buy a pistol, so they would have had to been either illegally having a pistol or which is not impossible. It is Louisville. Yeah, I know, but the odds were lower than than say if if they were older adults. I mean, come on, what is this Fern Creek? These are fucking <laughs> uh, some bougie ass white kids. Bougie. Um, but either way, that was. That was probably one of the funniest, like not the scariest for me, absolutely not, because the scariest happened at Waffle House at one thirty in the morning. But that was probably the funniest gun related incident. It that was I've pretty funny. In. It was pretty funny. So now you're gonna tell the Waffle House story. Well, I guess so, since I segued. Didn't <laughs> yeah, I? you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I was working late night. I was uh, I was head of the restaurant at the point. Like I'm a cook, night shift, third shift. You know, I got servers and customers to protect. I'm sitting here in this Waffle House. These three dudes, like, they're in their mid-30s, 40s, whatever, uh, come in drunk as all hell, wearing no shoes. Half of them were barely dressed. They didn't speak any English. They were speaking Arabic, which I recognized right off the bat, just because of my history, which we're not going into, so don't segue. Uh, redacted. Redacted. <laughs> that is going to be my favorite button. It's my favorite. It's been my favorite so far. So these dudes come in, and then they start talking to these girls, right? Like these 20-something-year-old women sitting at a table, and they're freaking them out. And they're like, Okay, calm down. I mean, do you want me to quote them? Because it's really nasty. So I wasn't going to actually speak Arabic to, in case somebody here was listening that speaks Arabic. I didn't want to say it. It was really gross what they were saying to them. I was like, no, this isn't happening. You need to get out of my store. So I get off the grill line, stop whatever I'm cooking. I said, everything could burn. And I grab a knife. I put it in my back pocket. I walk up to him. I said, y'all need to get out. And I start, you know, not laying hands on him just yet. But I said, y'all need to get out. Get out of my store right now. And I start putting on this fucking voice. And then my, I'm booming. Like, I'm pissed. Everybody in the store got quiet. I heard a fork drop. It was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, get out of my fucking store right now i'm not putting up with this you got no shoes on we don't do that shit here this is waffle house we're classy (laughs) get out tell your friend to get out only one dude spoke english but barely so i finally get him out of the store and then i i follow him out and i light a cigarette and i stand in against the back of a glass window where everybody can see all of us these dudes get in the van the drunkest one of them all gets in to the driver's seat i'm like Dude, he's like, I'm sorry, my friend, I'm sorry. Yo, my, he's drunk. He's very drunk. I'm so sorry. Please, please, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. I'm very sorry, very sorry. I'm like, then why the fuck is he driving? Dude, why is he driving? Stop. And he's then this guy's still yelling at me in Arabic, and I'm just sitting here, standing here, smoking a cigarette. I got my hands across my chest like this, and I'm just sitting here like, okay, bye. Bye. Next thing I know, he pulls out what I can only ascertain as at very least a smith and wesson 500 magnum revolver okay because this was a very long and large board barrel and it's really weird where your mind goes depending on i guess your training let me put it that way first depends on your training my mind immediately started calculating is that a real gun 
or can I go ahead and rush this dude? <laughs> like, I didn't have a second thought about it. I was like, if it is a real gun, how am I going to rush this dude and not get shot or let somebody behind me get shot through this glass window? So I chose to stare at the barrel, and I could see around deep in the chamber because of the way the lights were set up. Mm. So I saw it was definitely a real gun, definitely a huge caliber, definitely would have made my head non-existent. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here, like, smoking this cigarette still, staring at him. And I'm like, okay, y'all need to go. Come on, tell your motherfucker you need to go. You need to go. I start getting real dark too. And I'm just like, you're gonna shoot or you're gonna do nothing. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, if you would have shot, you would have shot already. And I this was like four minutes of an of an encounter. And everybody, like, I did take one quick look behind me. Everybody was gone. <laughs> like, they were all under tables, hiding behind the grill line. Like people were like, fuck, Audi. <laughs> so I stare this guy down. And I'm just sitting here looking. I'm dead in the eye. I'm giving this look like this. And the viewers, you don't know, but this is a look. I'm like, come on. Try me. Because if you miss, you're dead. <laughs> you're laughing, but I'm dead serious about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to die today. Or you're going to die today. Let's go. This dude finally convinces him to pull off. I was able to grab a license plate and do everything I needed to do. Yeah. I got a description of both individuals. I, I mean, I was mapping everything in my memory. Like, ooh, I got you. That's your tattoo. That's your freaking scar. That's your ugly-ass mole. That's your stupid-ass van. That's your dumb-ass license plate. I called the cops as soon as they left. I gave them the license plate. And they're like, well, I'm sorry. to help. Um, we can't help you. The individuals uh, that you described do not match the license plate. The license plate reads to a John Smith. And I'm like, okay. So either they stole the car or they're really, really bad at picking American names. <laughs> Why does that mean you can't go find them? They're like, I'm sorry, sir. An officer will be there in 35 to 45 minutes. Yep. I'm like, thank you, Louisville. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was probably the most terrifying, though, because I was like, I will die today, most likely. And I didn't. Yeah, if he, if he pulled the trigger, it, it probably wouldn't have ended well. For I, was only, I was as far away from him as I am you. Like that was how oh, close I was. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was standing at the front of. See, his in car. my mind, it was like it, you had, you know, a couple yards. I couldn't dodge. There was no way. I was standing about ten feet, maybe five feet from him, from the front of their vehicle. They were in a parking spot right next to the building. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. So that was probably the most terrifying. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I've had a lot of guns put in my face at the time. By this point, reasons unknown, but. <laughs> That was probably the most like, oh shit, this is really happening. Yeah, I was like, what? Am, what it's like, what are you gonna do? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah, I would try to de-escalate the situation as easily as I could. So I, I didn't do that. No, you tell <laughs> you tell <laughs> you telling him you you're either gonna kill me or you're not gonna do shit. <laughs> like, no, I don't think that's de-escalating the situation. But he bitched out. So I de-escalated him enough to where he was like, maybe I shouldn't fuck with him. Okay. So if I have or a gun. Or if I die, I'm coming back and kicking you and all his ass. So if I have a gun and I pull it on somebody, first off, I'm 100% have the intent to shoot. Because oh, I will never point my gun at somebody I don't intend to, to destroy. Same here. You got four seconds. <laughs> but But regardless, I would, I would always assume if, if it's going to escalate to that situation... See, but, and I, th I think maybe it's because I have that mentality that if I'm going to pull a gun on somebody, they're going to go. 
they're, right. they're not going to be there. So I assume that everybody else is that way. I guess some people, you know. But you got to think also, um, even as a gun owner, I know that the statistics, which the big box media does not want you to know, is that almost 83% of cases where a person is life has been saved by owning and possessing a firearm in a situation like that comes from just brandishing the weapon from their in front of their attacker. When the attacker also has a gun? Yeah. Even Interesting. Then, there, there's a statistical value that's been established over like 35, 40 years. That's crazy. You would assume, like if, if I had a gun, first off, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger. But it, even if I didn't, if I start to see anybody reach for, well, the only reason I'd ever pull a gun is if I thought my life was in danger. So I would have to assume they already have a, a weapon. Right. So you sure, what you're saying is the same thing as a cop mentality. If you see somebody reaching for something, you're assuming they already have a firearm. That's where your mind immediately goes because of training. Well, because not because I have no you, training. You train your mind. That's training, right? Okay. You're training your mind saying. that if somebody's reaching and you feel threatened, that you need to react in a certain manner. Yeah. To protect your life or the life of somebody else. Well, yeah. I mean, I. This is why I don't carry. Because, <laughs> because that, because these situations weigh so heavy on your on your mind. You don't. Because you want it, you, you want it that way. You never have to use it. That's that's always the whole point of owning a gun. Is you, you're you're always ready to deal with a situation, but you hope you never have to. Right. And and this is why, like, I don't remember if it was you or somebody else that just actually came up to me of in the past month or so. And they said, you know, you always carry, and you always are trying to go to the gun range, and you're always training, and you're always shooting your guns. Why do you do that? Why do you waste all the ammo? Why don't you just buy the gun and put it up or carry it and not touch it? I'm like, because that's pointless. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're asking. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not exercising that muscle. Yeah, you got to have that reflex. Yeah, down to a because that's 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 what people don't understand about guns until they go shoot fun. People fucking miss. <laughs> I mean, it's like stormtroopers. Like really, it really like, is. it's not like in the movies. Motherfuckers miss all the time. Like you got it is a, it's a skill, and you have to practice that skill. If that person misses once, and I could fire three shots, and that time it took them to fire one bullet. And those three shots are accurate, and I group those into the center chest, two in the chest, one in the head. If your person's if, dead, if you're in a terrible situation where somebody gets the drop on you, fires their weapon at you, um, and misses, and you've, and well, of course they, this this takes yeah. hours of training, but if you are well trained enough and you're Hundreds able to, hours. if you're able to, for, draw your weapon, it, assuming that there's already one in the chamber, and then turn. To the person who shot at you, and be able to line up the shot and then pull the trigger all before he the, the person's able to shoot a second bullet. I mean, and there are people. There's plenty of people who can do it. That's a lot of training, and you can't just you can't just buy a gun, carry it, and never shoot it, and expect to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's impossible. But it, and it comes down to mental training too. And people, and again, I this is a heavy responsibility that a gun owner carries. Not everybody thinks of it this way. And I think that's a little sad, but it's true. I mean, think about what's been going on recently. Like in Indiana State Fair, somebody pulled out a rifle and shot at a bunch of people. I don't really. Know. I haven't heard that about just that. happened at Indiana State Fair. Um, I posted it on my feed. I'm like, dude, this is why I carry. You all, I always ask me, why do I carry in places you know you're not allowed to carry because of that situation? Wow, redacted. Don't worry, I'll, I'll I will edit that for you. That way, you're not in any kind of legal issues. <laughs> Well, there's that's that I'm saying that in a legal standpoint because you're allowed to concealed carry. 
you're only not allowed to carry in certain places. People can make a rule on private property saying you're not allowed to carry there, but that doesn't mean it's legally standing because you have the right by the Second Amendment to bear arms. Oh, so you're not saying like government buildings or something? Of course not. Okay. Those places are obviously protected in a certain manner. I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like you'll just take it no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it was like... You're not walking into the courthouse with it. Or a bar. No. Because any place, again, by legality, any place that does not have 60% or higher food sales is considered a bar. Mm-hmm. By standing. Therefore, you're not allowed to carry a gun anywhere near alcohol in that sense. That did not mute you at all. Well, it came through, your, it came through yours. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know that about... You, you really can't carry a, a weapon into a bar? Absolutely not. I Actually, mean, no, carrying a firearm while in possession or under the influence of any kind of intoxicating value, alcohol, drugs, whatsoever, is a felony. Well, I don't doubt that. I just didn't know you couldn't carry it into bars. Like, what if I go into a bar just hang out with my friends, but I'm not drunk? I'm not saying people don't do it. But is it illegal? Absolutely. Unless, Even if I unless you create a standing with the bar or a private property owner, uh, this is where the legality comes in. <clears throat> you can create a standing with them. Some bars actually have a carry um, policy mm. that you have to carry one. You can carry your firearm, but you cannot have a round in the chamber, and you have to have your mag somewhere separate. Okay. But again, this is all things that most people who carry don't know. Like, Unless you go through a concealed carry course and you train yourself on your local state laws and regulations, you're not going to know these things. And this is where people get tripped up when they protect themselves legally. When somebody is attacking them and they defend themselves using lethal force legally and appropriately, they still get in trouble by the law because the government and the law is not there to protect you. That's where it gets real heavy. That you have to know that when you take somebody's life, no matter what the state is, no matter how much you're, if you were protecting a be, bunch of school kids, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a good. You're time. near a school, you're near kids, yeah. right? You're protecting yeah. a bunch of school kids from a shooter, but you could still go. Yeah, to Yeah, you're going to look really bad in front of a court, no matter what. Even though you stopped somebody from killing them. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if if it was a situation like that, and the person that you shot. Like, okay, are you saying, like, if you were just at a school? Because I don't think you're a lot legally allowed to carry at a, at a school. Absolutely not. But if you're, but if you're a teacher and for, if that was, like, allowed and you and killed that's, somebody that's, in. That's a big debate right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it should come to that. But also, I don't, know, I don't know what else we could do other than, like, just turning schools into, like, basically max, max <laughs> like, security prisons. I mean, after Columbine, which, by the way, y'all, happened in 1999. So <laughs> think about how. That was twenty one years ago. Twenty one years. I also and what changed? Somebody somebody told me about about a statistic they saw. I think it was people Marcus? are telling teachers that they can't carry guns. But I, what I'm saying is, is is that there has been a mass shooting every single day since Columbine in America. <clears throat> Statistically untrue because that that statement alone is flawed inherently. If you want to look at real statistics, there's been a mass shooting almost every other week. A mass shooting equals, by the way, four or more deaths by a firearm. Just to clarify. If, if you, anybody knows better, then that's fine. But That's fine. And John, said, John said something on the, on the original podcast that says, I know what I know. <laughs> I know what I know. It may not be accurate. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is actual fact. So when it comes to firearms and firearm safety and gun statistics, these are things I've actually really studied. I got you. So... Four or more people, it used to be three, was classified as mass shootings. Mm-hmm. So think about it. 
the people who do the statistics they call things a mass shooting for the major media, Fox News, all that other shit. Mm. They change the number. Why did they change the number from four to three? Was it three and then four, or was it, was it four, four to three? So it was four. Now it's I three. misspoke. Yeah, it's four to three. Oh, okay. Why so did they change? That? I would assume because so that, that the statistic can go up. Exactly. And, and that why way, did the statistic go up? Because they want to push the agenda for the gun long gun laws. Long gun, gun laws. laws. Yeah. You just said yeah. exactly the specific words: long gun laws. But you know, statistically, all mass shootings, up to a certain degree, which about eighty nine percent. I'm not going to give an exact percentile, but roughly eighty nine percent of Mass shootings happen with a handgun, mm. not an AR-15. Well, I'm not. I'm not for gun laws at all. Like, I'm. I'm fine with the majority of the ones that are in place. It, not some of the more recent ones, but I mean, I don't need a grenade launcher. Like, it'd be fun. I'd have. You a, can't get one. What? Oh yeah, but you have that's to have a that's, class three license. Yeah, but, you, but that's what I'm saying. I'm fine with all that. That's that makes sense to me. See, people think you can just go out here and buy. Quotes, no, you fully can't. automatic weapons. No, you can't. Fully semi-automatic weapons, as the <laughs> fake news likes to say. First of all, there's no such thing as a fully semi-automatic weapon. It's semi-auto or it's full. Bro, what are you talking about? I every day carry a fully automatic flintlock pistol in my in my <laughs> appendix. I mean, that's exactly what they're trying to approximate. We we agree on this on this topic, and I know this is a hot button topic for people, and I, I encourage it. the hate mail because you know what? That helps. I love it. Give it to me. Don't give it to Devin. Give it to me because I will tell you facts. I understand exactly where people are coming from. People are scared. And that's fine. People are you scared. Have the right to be and, scared. And but you know what? You're scared of your own rights because the Constitution gives you right, the rights. Right. But that's not what they're debating anymore. They're debating. No, it is. No, they're debating whether or not that should be a right. That's what that's what the debate's about. But do you know why it was a right in the first place? Do you know why it's in the Constitution? It's to stop, it's to stop tyranny, a tyrannical government. <clears throat> it is to prevent. There's a little bit more to this tyranny. Yeah. Is to prevent the tyranny of a tyrannical government yeah. and the fortified military militia against the public or the free people. Yeah. I don't, which, I don't know exactly the exact language, but it's something like the that. The language speaks in the sense of it is meant to protect us against a government or an yes. embodying source that governs the people in a way that they are the only ones who have power. I agree. And firearms are power. I agree. I, and a lot of people like to say things, well, they'll, they'll say things, insane things like, oh, well, what are you going to do against a tank? Or what are you going to do against, you know, an air, airplane? It's like, well, number one, the odds of any government deploying tanks versus regular regular people percent. It's low. 75%. Well, in that case, John, your AR-15 is not going to do anything to a tank. No, it's not, but it will stop a bunch of people. <laughs> Correct. And that's what I mean. I don't think that the they might use tanks as like a fear tactic, like they did in China, yeah. but they didn't actually they didn't actually like shoot anything. Yeah, they did. They shot rubber. Oh, it was rubberized oh, okay. yeah, ballistic that's, shells. That's yeah. So, so they use that that sense. First of all, if you shoot a pepper ball at somebody directly, they can die. No shit. Did you know that you're well, supposed I mean, to? And that's the thing. The cops have been in these riots and stuff like that. They've actually killed people with pepper balls, but that wasn't reported by the news, was it? I don't know. Because they shot directly at the people. You're supposed to shoot it at the ground or at a ceiling right. to disperse the pepper. Is that true for even the paintball ones? That's exactly what it is. A pepper ball is a paintball full of uh, that pepper spray. Pepper spray, yeah. Yeah. People, no, I didn't people know have been mortally injured, disabilitated, 
and it, nothing's get talked about in the mo- in major major news, even on Facebook. All those videos and stuff get redacted. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 a wake up time for everybody. It's and it's a, big it's a complicated world. it's a complicated you know subject. It and, really is. And we we as in me and you. I know we're not gonna solve it. We're, <laughs> we're not gonna solve it. We're this. too dumb. We we're not we're not Well hey, 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 hey. We're not dumb. We're just big old apes. Shut the fuck up. We're we're not gonna solve it ourselves, but by educating people in the proper Do you listen to have you, you seen can. any uh any of Colleon Noir stuff? Mm-mm. So he he's, it, <laughs> he's a gun he's actually a lawyer, um, but he's a, a gun right activist, um out, based out of Texas. Um you you should you'd love him, he's really great, and I, I I insist on everybody watching. I think a lot of people are just scared of guns, and I think that that's where a lot of like my mom hated guns, completely against guns. Took her to the gun range. She loves guns now. <laughs> it's because it's not it's not they're not people killers. People kill people, not guns. Exactly. And I know people hate to hear that, but like, this is the truth. Here, I set my gun on your table. All right, go kill somebody. One of, wait the, a minute. It's gonna do it. Wait. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it can't. The one of the 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 gun laws, one of the one of the cities in America that has the strictest gun laws, Chicago, has some of the worst gun violence. That's true. And and I know that people can you know talk about like oh well you know Japan has really tight gun laws and they have like next to no gun violence and stuff. It's like yeah, it's that's not true. It is true. It is true. But the thing is, is that Japan doesn't have such a culture around guns. Like America does, you cannot take guns out of America. You and just can't. It's not do just it. a cultural thing. Actually, in Japan and most of China, to be specific, look at North Korea as well. Um, the Asiatic section, Asia, Asiatic. <laughs> I don't know why that's a word I like to say, but no, seriously, that whole um, the Asian culture in general actually has a strong standing of military influence in guns. Granted, it started as, you know, the samurais, the ninjas, and everything like that. That was real factual history. Yeah, no, I heard it too. It's one of those fans. It's not in here, though. It's one of those fans. Bottom line. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Um, It's one of those things that is touchy subjects, but uh, there actually has, there's more knife violence Mm. in Japan and uh, Southeast Asia and everything like that, as well as there's actually a fair amount of gun violence, which doesn't get broadcasted because the government has such a control over its media. And what even in Japan? Absolutely. Aren't they, aren't they, uh, they're the same government. They're not democratic. No, sir. I'm almost positive. They are. They, well, look at us. We're democratic and we have a lot of false information in our media too. That's true. Can we talk about that? The false, the false media, fake media. Because I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I follow both right and left wing uh, news sources. I follow local papers because I, I refuse because they can report the truth. I refuse to get drowned out by any one side because then that's when you get brainwashed. It's true. And ever since I've been doing that, I've been doing that for about three years. Now that I've started doing that, it is so painfully obvious uh, when I'm watching. You know, either side, how propaganda e it is. It's it's insane. It's <laughs> sickening. It's really sickening. It's unfortunate. It really is. I'm so happy that now. See, I was really worried for our youth, um, and like the next generation, which I won't say that my college kids that work for me are are like the next. 
they're they're kind of still in the same age group as us, but oh, they're all fucked. No, I think that <laughs> I think they're actually. I have a lot more hope than I did because a lot of them do independent research instead of just listening to the news, which is what I I was worried about. But we're, when so it, I'm, it comes I'm down to sourcing too. Yeah, I know. You got to look at more than just Fox News, WDRB. You got to look at more than any of that. You got to dive deep into what actually happened. Do your own investigations, and I encourage everybody to. For every story that you read, if you really give a damn, if you have even a shred of doubt, not or, even doubt, or worse, if you think something is a hundred percent true, right? <laughs> if you just completely believe it, it's too good to be true. Yeah, there's no way, right? It's you got to double check, man. You just got to double check these days. Comes back to Columbine, like the trench coat mafia. Oh man. What a cool fucking name for a band, though, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. So the Columbine stories that they talked about for those school shoot for the school shooting of Columbine, they talked about that, and they were very, very adamant about personificating these two kids as goths, outcasts. Bull- they got bullied and all this other stuff, right? And they called them the trench coat mafia. That wasn't a real thing. They only wore a trench coat for like three months because they thought they were cool because they wore it at a Halloween party trench and then they didn't want to give dope. it up. They are pretty dope. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> but I'm I'll saying, wear a duster. I'm saying is cre- creating that idea of the trench coat mafia is just a fear tactic. Yeah, the media is super sensual. Uh, it's, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? sensationalizes everything. Exactly. It's because it makes papers. It makes them money. Yeah, it makes so money, baby. It makes money. It comes back down to capitalism. <laughs> Not the truth, but capitalism. I I have a problem with what you just said. <laughs> I believe capitalism is the best system that the, that the world has ever seen. However, I think our government is incredibly corrupt, and I think that's the problem. Because of capitalism. No. Capitalism, the idea of capitalism is perfect on paper. It's when you have companies lobbying to create laws that suppress the people who don't make tons of money. As well as the fact that they control the majority of the vote. They can change the vote, and the people in the public are none the wiser because that's, nobody actually pays attention because they're all distracted by that's not a, else. That's, not an economic, that's not an economical system. That's a government system, and I'm agreeing with you. The government system is trash. Hey, that's what we live in. Yeah, I'm saying the economic system of... We are two steps away from being in a dictatorship. We just don't know it. <laughs> the economic system is fine. I'm trying not to hit on the religion because it really gets real close when you get there. No, I don't want to talk about religion because I'm... I don't either. I just want to say that as a blanket statement and hate me, not him for this. My point of view is that the staunch Christian Catholic idealism of their religion, the way they adjudicated and prosecuted people of non-binary genders, sexual orientation, creeds, colors for God knows how many years. Mm. I mean, years, hundreds of years, mm. and was fine with that. Uh. Is supposed to be open now, all of a sudden, and not have these values. Why is that? Because they want to up their numbers. I I agree. As to which the pagan community has always been accepting. <laughs> okay, I see why you want to talk about this. <laughs> the pagan community has always been accepting of every creed, color, race, religion, size, gender doesn't fucking matter. We love you for who you are, and we accept you for who you are. You may piss us off, and we may 
kind of fuck with you a little bit on some spells. If you do, if you doing some dirty shit, you doing some bad shit, you dealing kids or something, we will come and kill you in one way or another. But my point is, we accept everybody up to a point. Well, you know I'm ag- agnostic, right? I do, and that's why I like talking about it with you because yeah, it's really funny to see your reaction. I haven't decided. That's fine. I don't. There's no. There's no evidence. I said I was agnostic for like four years. There's. There's no evidence of 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 uh, of. There's no concrete evidence of there being a god or not. There or there not being a god. But there is evidence of you creating your own energy. Oh yeah, and I'm fine with that. I can agree with that. You can create your own existence yeah. just by willing it into being. I'm a god. I yeah. mean, we're all gods. We really. create our own existence. Yeah. We we are the the universe experiencing itself. But the thing the thing that I. I don't like about religion structuralization yeah yeah i don't it like if there is a god and it might not it, it, let's just say the bible's all <laughs> correct let's say that was really written by the from the word of god <coughs> redacted yeah i don't believe it either but let's say for argument's sake even if that's true i don't i don't think that the way to do that is to gather i think that god created us you know if there is a God, he created us as individuals. So mm-hmm. to all gather and, and try to follow this one path, that's ridiculous. You got to go, you got to. He, she, doesn't fucking matter. Everybody's walking their own damn path. To try to do anything else is, would be ridiculous. I mean, the anything, we're all just distracted by religion to make everything else that we do in our daily lives, which is work for giant corporations to put money in their pocket while we live in poverty. I think religion is a distraction. I will say this about religion. I think it was incredibly important to early humanity. Early humanity, absolutely. A hundred percent. Because structuralized somebody, religion though is a distraction. Even structuralized religion agreed now, but early early on humanity where we were all kind of fuckheads. I mean, we're sucking on rocks and shit at some point. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but but like nobody pe- was that fucking there, bright. There was no like like people yeah, there'd be laws and stuff like that, but there was really no like we were religion was able to trick us into thinking that there was some kind of higher power and that there was there would truly be repercussions that would be eternal if you killed somebody. Nowadays we just nowadays like we live in a society where that's just that's just not acceptable and we all understand that. Uh, we all yeah, get you it. can go you can go kill somebody, you can go get drunk, and then you can uh, fucking cheat on your wife, and then you go to church on Sunday. It's all good, it's bro. All, yeah, see that's the problem with nowadays. But, but early on, it was I think it was important. To, to kind of get the masses to work together, instead of you know, what it was like. Or at least that. that look, this is my opinion. I don't know shit. <laughs> I'm a big dumb ape. I don't know shit. This oh, no. is just my. I'm opinion. realizing I need my own mute button for myself though. <laughs> <laughs> like I just talk about some shit, bro. <laughs> like I just need to stop mute. <laughs> Any any time that you feel uncomfortable with something, then I'm not uncomfortable. Point. I just don't want to like have to re-record this for a third time. Oh, that's not an <laughs> option because this episode comes out. To, um, Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. The next day. I have 24 hours to cut and edit this Oh, it's video. Monday. So, yeah, to, to, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Just... Yeah. And I work open to close tomorrow, so. Hail Satan. Oh, man. Oh, it's got to be my pitch. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail yourself. Yeah, I know. I stole that from last podcast on the left for all you people who are podcast listeners. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I fucking love those dudes because they speak real. They speak the truth. They, Who was that? Last podcast on the left. They've been doing this for a long time. They're a really great podcast if you haven't listened to them. I hate to plug, but, hey, you want to help someone sponsor? Hey, I love <laughs> you guys. Listen to us. Mm, listen to Give us. Give us some feedback. Give us a little bit. Yeah, it would be great. 
I'd love to hear what what a professional podcaster. I mean, I, I have you. Did you listen to the to the um, the everyday people episode that I was on? Probably. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Two hours. By the time I start listening to a podcast, I usually fall asleep. <laughs> so I've listened to your podcast like five times. All the episodes you released from the mothership, and I kind of maybe fell asleep the first couple times. Okay. By the way, it gave me great dreams. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty lucid, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, um, my, the whole reason that we're even sitting here today is because of a guy named Eric, who I work with, um, who started his podcast. And you know, you know from, because you know me, you've known me forever. This is just something I've always wanted to do, not podcast specifically, but me. Well, you've always looked for a reason to fucking get your ass on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, the whole reason, yeah, thanks, man. You have the last bit of that, Jesse James. Okay. You can have the last bit of the uh, one-on-one. That's a fact. All right. Um, so how about airplane food? We'll be right back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to your radio host with Devin Gray on Gray Man Media. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. You need to sound like that. Me and John were talking. We, we've been kind of talking and and this idea is very much in it in its infancy but we're we're thinking of giving him um a, a little separate show here on gray man teeny tiny weeny talking about um kind of paranormal stuff which is <laughs> which is something john's very into very knowledgeable about he's kind of into that stuff you're a medium right uh-huh Sorry, as I play uh, with my smoke. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a medium, a large, and extra large. <laughs> I hated that. Redacted. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, I do want to say, how do you like my shirt? I love it. Liquid death, mountain water. <laughs> I think I've almost got that voice down. I've heard it's it so pretty close, times. man. It's yeah. pretty close. Liquid death, mountain water. <laughs> You've yet to have some. <coughs> I have absolutely had some. Oh, you have? Yeah, I just didn't chug it with a cup of pudding. <laughs> what a great callback. <laughs> I could, I would have thrown that up right away. Yeah. I don't know. I think you could have taken it. I mean, hey, don't tell my personal life. <laughs> But no, yeah, you're 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 a medium. Um, yes. You're you're so you you have a kind of an extra ability. Are you, you multivoyant is the proper term? Actually. Okay, uh, well, because I'm not now. just I'm not just clairvoyant. I am uh, well. To put it simply, in layman's terms, I can hear, I can see, I can smell, I can feel, I can even taste extra sensory perception. Okay, from. What I personally believe is not really just ghosts, but our two multi universes colliding at certain points. Our in time. two multi universes. <laughs> well, I think each universe has its own multi universe of itself. So, therefore, the infantility of the situation could be mind boggling. God, yeah, don't do that to my head right now. <laughs> think about each universe having a multi universe theory. Um, that that's something I like to play around with a lot, like because. Because of the nature of the universe, nothing can ever be impossible. Absolutely not. So, like, I like to just do, like, little thought experiments of just, like, thinking of some of the most ridiculous shit. 
I mean, you think George Lucas just came up with Star Wars one day? Stop. Fuck no. <laughs> he hit his head on the toilet like Doc Brown and just was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put a bunch of sexy people with light swords in their hands and have some robots that talk shit in a different language. It's going to be great. They're so like one of <laughs> Jesus. Mine are a little less dramatic. Well, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. So like, so like there's, there's like, is there, is there a Jaguar at the Louisville zoo? Fuck if I know. Okay. For arguments, I don't support zoos for arguments sake. Let's say there's not. And you know, the odds of you getting attacked by a Jaguar in Louisville, Kentucky are incredibly low, but never zero. It's <laughs> fairly true. I guess I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. There's also probably the probability that somewhere in the universe there is butterflies, but their wings don't flap. They just fly like B fifty two bombers. I mean, look again. the 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 possibility of that is is probably very low. Pew pew. But it can't be zero. Pew pew. There's probably a universe where guns actually sound like pew pew. Well, yeah, if there's infinite realities, I mean, there's a gun that makes every sound. There's exactly. guns that don't make sound. There's, yeah. In fact, I think you can find it at Walmart. <laughs> can you imagine going to a gun range? Somebody just whips out a fucking Walmart pistol. No, 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 no. No, but in one of these infinite realities, there's, it's like you... you you pull out your AR-15, you pull, you, you squeeze the trigger a couple of times, but all you hear is like a bus horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I got one for you. Every time you pull the trigger, you just... Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. Oh, yes! I need that gun. I need that right now. I'm well, going to put it in my Call of Duty loadout for Warzone. Have you played any Warzone? Oh, my God. I've been so fucking hooked on that game. It's a problem. Dude, it's a lot of fun. I have been up until 8 o'clock in the morning for the past five days. That's excessive. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's times where I'm literally just standing there, pulling the trigger, and not giving a fuck. Like, I'm just, like, half asleep. What's what's it like being a DJ? Weird segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's it like being human? Yeah, I just That's fucked your deep, brain, man. didn't I? <laughs> you ever just look in the mirror, you're like, God damn, I'm really out here. I'm a fucking human. No, I don't. It's crazy. I wonder what other humans think about, though, so that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was born a lizard man. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God, you just you just <laughs> freaked a bunch of people out. <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? His, his, second, his second set of eyelids just, just blinked at me. No, yeah, but what's it, what is it like, you know, DJing? I know you do most of your stuff on over the internet and streaming and stuff. Yeah, I, I mainly do it on uh, Meet Me. Um, I, I wanted to branch out to other platforms, but to be honest with you, it's really boring for me. Like, what, I, DJing? I, I enjoy my own company more on stream than I do anybody else's. Like, there's <laughs> nobody there. It's not like I have a bad show. Like, I put on a great visual effect. Like, if you're tripping shrooms, please come watch me. Like, you're going to love the fuck out of it, man. So, you're wait, gonna... is, is it just because you don't have a whole lot of viewers? Or yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. Or is it because you just honestly just like doing it? It's because I don't have a lot of viewers. And then a lot of times when I do go live, I'm already thinking about getting drunk. So, <laughs> either way, it turns into a shit show. 
And I'm like, I try to, I battle other people on there too. Like where I'm like, I go to their streams and then we like match our streams together. And it's supposed to be like where people give me and people give them, whoever gets the most gets diamonds and all this other shit that never happens. But when I battle them, it's just kind of like, Oh yeah. You're, what the fuck are you doing? No, you're, you're taking a shit. Oh, cool. 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 <laughs> yeah. What's your meet me? Uh, phew, Raven wolf, Raven wolf. Ladies and gentlemen, go follow him. Actually, do I need to look up the reel? You should have it in your show notes. I, uh, Mister Prepared. <laughs> uh yeah, dude. My, yeah, my show notes. Where I got them? You know, right here. Uh, oh, and he flicks me off. Uh, I did not. <laughs> Don't tell them that. They'll believe it. Well, it's bad that they believe it. That means they already expect that of you. <laughs> oh, well, that's fair. Here, I'll look it up. I'll look it up real quick. Go ahead and talk about something else. Well, no, I, I, I want to talk more about this because I think that because I've watched some of your streams and and they're actually fairly entertaining. Um, yeah, they are. They, they, you're you're an entertaining guy anyway, John. I mean, you're kind of insane. There's there's very rare times where I've hung out with you and I'm like, that was boring. I don't think you've ever seen me in like a normal pair of clothes. Never. <laughs> Do you even own them? I think so. I have a suit somewhere. <laughs> I might need to dig that out. I got an interview tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to show up to the bar in my kilt and be like, what's up, bro? <laughs> Can I get this job for security? I want to be top flight of the world, Craig. <laughs> top flight? Top flight. Top flight security of the world, Craig. Not just the city, but the world. I actually know a guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, his name's Mark. Um, Twain? Nope. Um, but he does work for uh, top flight security, or at least I'm pretty sure he does. You're shitting me. That's a real security company? Uh, That's a real question too. He puts hashtags. There it is. is. He puts hashtags on a lot of his posts. That says top flight security. So I, I think so. That might just be a thing that he says. Oh no! Yeah. All right. So here is the link. I'm gonna go ahead and just say it aloud. Uh, it is at http two dots semicolon. <laughs> oh, you're t- shut the fuck up, John. <laughs> If you don't know how to put a URL in at this point in the year of 2020, you're, you're completely done, so fuck off. <laughs> HTTP two dots. Forward slash, slash, forward slash. Forward slash, forward slash, meet me dot, meet dot me, forward slash, R-A-V-I-E-N-W-O-L-F. To clarify for those who are illiterate, that is Romeo, Alpha, Vixen, Indigo, Echo, Nancy, Wolf, Oscar, Lemur, Foxtrot. No one's gonna do that, John. That's ridiculous. You don't have a you don't have like a thing that I don't know how Meet Me works. That's how you find me. You can put that into your URL on your computer. What can I say? Yeah, I'm different. Oh, I'm different. John, you're making it ridiculous to to try to find like It's not. Don't worry. I don't go live very often, but just go ahead and follow me anyway. <laughs> Yeah, go go follow me. I never put out content. <laughs> I put out content all the time. You just got to be prepared for it at 3 in the morning. You West Coasters <laughs> would love me. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Maybe Ireland? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I have uh, a friend from Dublin that I've known for like seven years. He's a police officer over there. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's the one who actually taught me speak how, how to speak Gaelic. And I what? Didn't, it's not Gaelic. It's Gaelic. What? Yeah. Ictu Leon Briom. Stop. It's it's Gaelic. Stop. You're taking me you're taking me for a ride. 
I speak ten different languages. Haven't we already talked about this? You're you do you speak it or do you just know phrases? Both. <laughs> I mean that is the appropriate answer, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I threw away all of the questions I had prepared for you because I thought this episode was already recorded alright <clears throat> take us take us through the to, as, as somebody like I obviously love my bourbon mm. but I'm not I'm not a mixologist I'm certainly not a, a, a somebody who works in, in the bar industry or anything like that however me neither we, we have somebody here <laughs> Who is a is a somewhat of an expert on this situation? So take us take take us on a ride through bourbon. Tell us about the uh, obviously it's a it's a Louisville thing. Well, it's a Kentucky thing, right? I mean, no. I think I told you this last time. It's not just a Kentucky thing. Other places can make bourbon, but bourbon is the most heavily regulated, rule strictified <laughs> content of alcohol out there. Period. To become classified uh, as a bourbon, it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky, but it does have to be made of at least 65% or more corn. What? That's true. What? It has to be 65% or higher corn in the mass. I'm not drinking corn. bourbon made of anywhere outside of Kentucky. Well, I mean, I would hope you wouldn't. But if you're <laughs> in Japan, then that's what you got to do. Because you know what? A bottle of Jack... Not not Jack, because that's Tennessee whiskey. You want to know what a bottle of Kentucky bourbon, any bottle, let's say Woodford. Woodford, a bottle of Woodford? It's going to have a markup. Oh, my God. It's insane. In in Ireland, in Dublin, even. like, <clears throat> right, So I've been there. I've been across you know a couple other different countries as well. When I go to another country and I ask them for bourbon, I'm looking at a markup for what I would ch- – Pay what five dollars for a shot, probably of Woodford here in Louisville, because of course they mark it up because we're a tourist industry. Of course, so five to ten bucks, right there, right? You're going to another country, you're looking at ten to twenty dollars American. That's crazy for one shot. Yeah, that's wild. So I take mine everywhere with me. Can you? Yeah, you know how many uh, bottles of wine I've stolen out of France. I mean, <clears throat> bought. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> what suitcases worth? Wait, I thought you were. I thought you were supposed to. You can't carry X amount of. You can carry blue. whatever the fuck you want as long as you declare it. Only thing you cannot bring into the U.S. due, due to U.S. custom laws and regulations is illicit drugs, unless they've been clarified, verified, and um, marked on your import sheets, and then they have to be signed off by physicians on both countries. Um, of course, no illicit drugs or illegal drugs into the U.S. And alcohol-wise, as long as you declare it, you're good to go. You also can't bring in food. Like, specific meats, pork specifically, the TSA will not allow that in the U.S. There's, I'm sure there's a long list of shit they want. They there's want. a lot. Yeah, but I'm just talking basics. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm sure there's a long list of shit that you can't. And a lot of it would be, like, weird. Yeah, but in my carry-on bag, I definitely carried a bottle of bourbon one time. Can you? I thought you can only have, like, X amount of fluid ounces. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about my experience when I... Okay, so when I went to uh, Vegas, it was around this time last year, or two years ago, rather, sorry. Uh, I went to Vegas for noodles. We were doing a noodle thing down there. Uh, general manager retreat. Mm-hmm. 
And first time I ever flew, so I didn't really know what to uh, expect. And we're going through TSA in Louisville, which, by the way, I have been in approximately four airports. Oh, really? I can't even think about how many I've been in. Yeah, no, a very small amount. Louisville's airport is... <laughs> you know, I just used to work there, like, not even three it's, or four months it's ago. It's so small, Compared to like the one in Atlanta or the one in Vegas, like Vegas, man, you ain't ever been to Dallas, bro. Oh, I, I'm oh. sure. The, it, one, the one in St. Cloud, Minnesota, is pretty small, but Texas Airport, specifically Dallas, is the size of a city. Like I had 20 minutes to get from let's to put it geographically, airport on foot, two trains and a bus. That's pretty wild. 20 minutes. To cross the distance from Kentucky. No. To Indianapolis. No. I'm not even kidding, man. It fit. No. Bruh, I took a fucking light rail <laughs> train. Like, this thing was moving like a bullet. It was out there. It was done. <laughs> and then no two way. buses across the tarmac. I swear to God. That's three and a half hours away, dude. There's no way. No, not a train. Trains move fast. <laughs> You're so full of shit. I'm serious. You imagine man. that in your head, man. <laughs> and it's a little, yeah, it, it, it's it's like two hours away driving time. But I'm serious, like it was literally across an entire city. It was like trying to cross Louisville from one end to the other, and then to all the way out to Crestwood. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Nobody else. Somebody is fact get- checked them. Nobody's gonna else is gonna get that. Anybody who's ever been through Dallas Airport, you know it sucks because they give you twenty minutes to cross fucking amazing distances like a superhuman. <laughs> you're booking it through the airport. You're running. People are riding their luggage as like scooters. It is. It's just a fucking <laughs> nightmare. Okay. <laughs> That's the point he's trying to make, people. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, pretty much. No, but but when I was going through, I was going through TSA. Um, they they, I go through the body scan right, and I come out and they're like, hey. You don't have one of those wallet knives on you, do you? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so. so I, I was sure I was gonna get like cavity search, and also I was like, I took it out of my wallet, I tossed it at one of the TS. I was like, you can keep it, I don't even want it back because I was like so worried something horrible is gonna happen to me. So when I got a job at uh, the airport, <clears throat> I got TSA special fast pass clearance for yeah. five years, so I can walk through TSA without going through traditional screening. Wow. Uh-huh. Of course, you know, I get somewhat screened, but I don't have to take my shoes off or anything. That's nice. I don't have to take my electronics out of my bags or anything. That's nice. It is nice. But I'll tell you the trick on getting alcohol. After you leave Louisville, there's a little little boutique right there by the Starbucks. They sell full-size bottles of booze. Do they really? Absolutely. You can buy a bottle of Woodford for $65. Oh, my God. <laughs> You buy that motherfucker, you can go on a plane and get trashed. I did that all the way to New York and Amsterdam until I got to Amsterdam, and then I got fucked up. <laughs> and I was still in the airport. I, I never was, left that airport, actually. Dude, that, dude the, the, even the <laughs> airport, dude. The you, you, second you get off the plane, slot machines in Vegas. Oh, they're yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. no, we want your money in and out this bitch. <laughs> no, no, I ain't going to lie. My dad won $4,300 from a slot machine right Holy before leaving shit. Vegas. Right before uh, leaving he was like, that's cool. We're getting on the plane. We're leaving now. <laughs> but I, uh, I didn't get to gamble much because obviously it was a work thing. But 
I did the one night I did get to hang out and just do the casino thing. I was I I came up quite a bit. I only had like one hundred twenty dollars. Like that was my budget. Like and I spent most of that on drinks. I'll be honest. Um, but I, I started to come up quite a bit on one of these slot machines. I think at one point I was up to two hundred bucks. That's quite a bit. And I mean, yeah, yeah, it is because I probably I probably only spent like seventy. So I I more than doubled my money yeah, yeah. at that point, and so I was pretty pumped, and and I'm like, and then I started to lose. <laughs> That's when you pull out, and now yeah, but I didn't because I was drunk and I was having a good time, <laughs> and also I knew that money. <coughs> Anytime I go to the casino, I go into that that bitch knowing that whatever money I brought in, I am not expecting to walk it back out with. If I do, cool, but if not, it's okay. I expected to lose that money. I'm more ha- there to have fun than make money anyway. Sounds like a high price call, girl. Eh, whatever. I, that's why I don't go very often. That's why I don't go. We haven't been to the casino yet. We should go. Oh my god, yeah, we should. Have you been to the new boat? No, I haven't. It's I haven't. Fucking abusing. Yeah, has it? Liquid death. I was uh, I, my 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 grandparent of all of all people, my grandmother. She would always. She hated the boat. They tighten that fucker up over there. I tell you what, I used to go over there with twenty dollars that I got from a hooker. Don't ask how, and. <laughs> I tell you what, I made at least three hundred dollars every time she gave me a twenty dollar bill, and I was walking out of there. She, I was like, "Here, can I give you your money back?" And she's like, "Hell no, you keep that money." So the first time we went to the I was casino, like, sugar mama. first time we went to the casino, uh, it was for Michael's birthday, and we sat down at the blackjack table because that's what we wanted to play. We were there to play blackjack, and um, we sat down at the blackjack table. We start we start doing okay. We're we're losing some. We're winning some. But then we leave to go get drinks, and when we left, we tipped the we tipped the guy. Mm. That's just what you do. Yeah, that's good. But we tipped him pretty good. Good karma. We we tipped him pretty good. We came back from getting drinks, which I we could have ordered it at the table, you know. But we we wanted to kind of keep you know keep moving, look around the boat a little bit. <clears throat> um, come back to the same table, same same dealer. Now he's telling us when we should and shouldn't hit. Yeah. So now we start winning. Now we start making a bunch of money. They're not. They say they're not allowed to do that, but they are a little bit. He's he, as long as you say I'm new to the game. Yeah, yeah. And it was clear to him that we were, uh, and we and we, you know, and he he was like, you know, I'm I'm just giving you advice here. You wouldn't want to hit, or hey, you should probably hit. You know, he'd do that. It wasn't <clears> like you know. He wasn't like looking at the cards or anything. It's like still that. a fifty-fifty bet, especially you no. Know, no, he always looks at his hand too. By the way, keep that in mind, and as well as the fact I personally don't tip them very often. I mean, I give them like five bucks, but that's about it. Yeah, I think we tipped the first time we left. I think we gave him like thirty bucks. Oh god. Yeah, which is why he was. Did like, he take a shirt off for you at least? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, we were we were ha- we, again. We were there to lose money. We were, we were just having a good time enjoying the because it was the first time we had ever been to a casino. I give anybody thirty bucks. I better get a lap dance out of it. I mean, it was thirty dollars between the, like the four of us. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a four way, so that counts. And so it'd be a five way, wouldn't it? Because you got to include the dealer. He's just watching. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 then we get so then we start we come up, and I think collectively we're up like I don't know I'm, I'm going to say two hundred dollars because that sounds crazy and also somewhat believable. We were up. That's the point. <clears throat> and we yeah. and again again we could have ordered, we did order drinks at the table that time but then again we wanted to get up we wanted to walk around I think we also went out to the parking lot to do a little bit of blow and then we come back <laughs> oh, and- <laughs> oh, you just said that way too loud yeah well dude I'm I'm 
I'm clean now. I'm good. Whatever. Uh, if anybody can pull me over, you're never going to find anything. Um, and so then we come back and we go back to the table, hoping it's the same guy. This time it's a chick. And we start losing. <laughs> y'all, y'all distracted. Well, no, it wasn't even that. She just wasn't helping us anymore. And we hadn't learned anything because we were drunk. Say that again. What I said? <laughs> said humping. No. You didn't say helping. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just saying. She wasn't. She didn't. She, Can it, we get a rewind on that? She wasn't. Can we look, get a replay? She didn't look like that. Put the replay in here. What do you say? Redacted. Um, replay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we start. We start losing. And, and it's also it's also about time to go head down to Bargetown Road at that point, so we Fuck. luck. So then we start bar hopping, and it was over. <laughs> That's a wrap. Yeah. Oh was... man, remember that time at La Bamba when you were in my car? Me, you, and Eddie. No. Yeah. Tell me. Yes. I don't remember. Oh, you were drunk. I'm sure. So drunk. Every time I'm near you, I'm drunk. Oh my god. Tell the story. All right. So there was, you were there. Absolutely. And I think so is. Wait, La Bamba, that's burritos as big as your head. Yes. Oh, I still don't remember, but I do know that. So <laughs> we were all, me, it was me, you, Eddie, and I think Wesley might have been there too. Okay. Um, and we were, uh, oh no, my other friend Shane was there. So we were there. Yes. Yes. You remember that yes. now? Yes. Now I'm remembering. It's all coming back. Go, go, but keep telling. So, well, I would say, I would say we. I guess it doesn't matter now. We all got really drunk. <laughs> Shocking to surprising no one at the first bar. And of course I'm designated driver because I'm the best. And, um, <laughs> this story proves why. <laughs> and any cops listening to this, this is totally not how I am anymore. So please leave me alone. <laughs> so we were, um, young and dumb, you know, living free. <clears throat> and, um, Ooh, I'm going to do this whole thing at ASMR. My mic keeps cutting out. It's weird. So we left the bar, and uh, we went to the back alley where my car was parked, and we got in the car, and everybody was hanging out in the car. And um, why does the mic keep cutting out like that? Is that my You are coming there? through crystal clear, baby. Really? Okay, because yes. I keep hearing myself fade. Nope. I'm you're, sorry. It's you're distracting. Sounding, you're sounding fine. <clears throat> anyway, so we were hanging out in the car, and uh, I, I said, oh, okay, let's, it's time to go get some food because y'all are drunk. And, of course, I probably was a little tipsy myself. So we take down off the back alley, and I start, you know, driving like an idiot and dodging trash cans and shit like that. And, you know, it's a back alley in Louisville. So then what we did was uh, we, we come around the back way of the speedway, and I come up to the red light, and I'm like, hey, guys, watch this. And as soon as the light turns green, I hit the brake, pull the e-brake, Pam on the gas and start burning out and doing a fucking full on like, what's that guy John Wick fucking one eighty spin drift into a fucking regular lane. There was not really <laughs> much traffic, just mind you. The only cars around me were police officers. <laughs> I didn't see them, but so as soon as we did that and I finished my burnout, I see like three sets of fucking red and blue lights go whoop whoop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Everybody's in the car freaking out. Y'all were just losing your fucking minds. And he's like, oh, my God, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. I'm like, it's cool. Nobody got anything on them. We're good, man. Y'all just drunk. I'm driving. I did a little something stupid. Let me talk to him. I got this. 
So we pull up into this motherfucker. I pull over into the Lombama. I'm like, I want to go somewhere safe. I'm going to La Bamba. <laughs> so I'm pulling into La Bamba. Next thing I know, before before they even gave us the order to get out of the car, there was five cop cars in the parking lot of La Bamba. Louisville Metro police officers, like literally two cops per car. Like it must have been training day or some shit. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. You would think I robbed a bank. <laughs> the way it looked, okay? They said, attention, driver. Step out of the vehicle, turn the vehicle off, and put your hands in the air. How many other passengers do you have in the vehicle? I'm like, I don't know. Four? I don't know. Step out of the vehicle with your hands in the air. Okay. Here I come. I'm cool. Step out of the car, hands in the air. Walk backwards. Do not face us. We have a taser trained on y'all back. I don't remember this. At I'm all. like, oh, cool, taser. <laughs> I got one too. Do you have it on you? Nope. It's at home. <laughs> There's no way. No cop laughed at that point. I'm not even kidding. He's I was like, not here. He was like, <laughs> I was not here for this. He was like, <laughs> I mean, um, okay, step back. And then they pulled everybody else out of the vehicle. And um, <laughs> you were fucking blacked out. Eddie was halfway conscious. I think Wesley, I, I don't know, I think he was half asleep at the moment. He didn't get out of the car until late. They found him. And then my friend Shane was like, oh, my God, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. What the fuck, John? We're going to jail. We're going. I'm like, everybody, shut the fuck up. Quit talking. Let me talk. Okay? Okay? They pull us over next to the, the lead car, the investigator's car. And they're like, we're going to pat you down. I'm like, cool. Touch me in a good way. Cop laughed again. Stop. It was a lady cop. I was. There's no. I swear to God, this worked, man. I was just making jokes like, motherfucker. Like, they couldn't help it but laugh because they knew I was fucking with them. And they're like, what are you doing driving like that, boy? And I'm like, listen, ma'am, officer, I'm sorry. I I know that was stupid. Okay. I was just trying to show off for my friends. They're a little drunk. I just decided to do a little burnout. I didn't mean to do anything. I, I was in complete control of the vehicle. It's my fault. I am so sorry. So they're like, do we, we're going to search your vehicle. I'm like, at this point, I didn't know my rights. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. We're good. They start searching the vehicle. They found a capo with a string on it. for It's for my guitar. It was sitting in my center console. They pull it out. They're like, is this for drugs? I'm like, no, that's for a guitar. Good try. And they're like, oh, okay, do you have anything in the vehicle we need to know about? Da, 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 da. And they start running through. And I'm like, nope. And at this point, everybody else is just like freaking out. They got their hands in the pocket. They're all twitchy looking, including you. Oh, my God. You were like, you couldn't stand still. There's no way. I was not here for this. You might have not been, but this is still a good story. I swear you were, though. Because Eddie was there, so I don't know why you wouldn't have been. I don't know. Anyway, bottom line, it was st- still good. It gets better. At one point, they're searching my vehicle, and then there's this lady cop standing over here next to me, and I'm just like, hey, officer, like I said, I'm really sorry, but do you mind if I take my hat off? Look, I'll slowly do it, and I'll let you look inside, and I'm going to toss it on the ground. It's just bugging me, okay? I want to scratch my head, and I toss it on the ground. She's like, that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I itch my head real quick. She's like, are y'all on anything tonight? I'm like, yeah, they've been drinking. And uh, she's like, you've been drinking? I mean, like, no, nah, I had like a beer at the other bar, but... You know, 
I was just being a dumbass. I'm sorry. You know what? I really appreciate you guys being out here and doing your job because I what I did was stupid, and I fully admit that. And I appreciate y'all actually just trying to make sure everybody's safe. I was just trying to show off. And they're like, well, well we appreciate your honesty and everything like that. And I'm like, hey, by the way, do you know my dad? Your name sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> He's a captain of the little fire department. And then, yeah, I kind of made some friends that night, needless to say. And... Uh, <laughs> Turns out, actually, years later, I found out one of those officers, the female ones, is a friend with my sister. So, hey, that worked out well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but either way, we got out of it, got no ticket, got no nothing. I'm just like, we just wanted burritos, and we were going fast. (laughs) So, when you mentioned your friend Shane, I thought of the time that we were looking for drugs. And it was like... I don't either confirm or deny what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. We were looking for drugs. This was forever ago. I don't believe it. Oh, that's fine. You don't have to. I'll tell you exactly (laughs) why you remember. It's cool. (laughs) Nobody listens to me anyway. (laughs) Nobody's going to ever hear this episode because I'm going to have to delete it again. No way. No way. (laughs) So your buddy Shane, your buddy Shane, after after we tried like the first two people, you know, to get drugs. We're going to call him Shanista for protecting the innocent. I mean, we haven't said his last name. He's fine. Um, <laughs> it might have maybe it wasn't him. Probably wasn't. Did you have a friend named Tracy? No. Are you thinking about Lenny Kravitz? I'm talking about that night, so you Lenny know Kravitz. exactly Lenny what I'm talking. Kravitz, bro. So was oh. it Shane? So was it Shane that night? Yeah, I think it was. Okay. And yeah, we were hanging. We went to go find Lenny Kravitz. Man, oh, we, that we, ta- that cat. That the first two people we went to just it didn't didn't work out. Then you're like, okay. God, I, I, I know the guy. I know His name guy. is Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> First off, the fact that he looked so much like Lenny Bro, it Kravitz. It was, was Lenny so... Kravitz. Shut the was fuck up. in town. How many oh, times do I have to shut tell Shut the you fuck up. It was not Lenny Kravitz. It was it was fucking not... Lenny Kravitz. We did not buy drugs from Lenny Kravitz. Yes, shut the did. hell up. <laughs> it's Louisville. Anything can happen. <laughs> anyway, the reason I remember the, the, re, the reason I started to remember that night is because I thought it, you were talking about that night. Oh, that was a Molly night. And, uh, yes. And, uh, and, um, after the second guy that we went to and and it didn't work out and we couldn't still couldn't get Molly before you had mentioned Lenny Kravitz, he's like, bro, let's just try to find some H. Who? No, he did not. That was one of your fr- one of your friends that was with us that night said that, and I just remember being like, John, I don't ever want him over in my apartment ever again. Yeah, that wasn't my dude. Okay, so it was somebody else. I don't know who that guy was. You just invited a stranger. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It, it's you. It was young. It was young you. So of course Bro, it was. This was around the same time me and you did the fucking ice challenge. Oh my god! <laughs> you want to tell him about that? We. <laughs> you told me something about like putting ice on salt and then applying pressure causes a burn, it and does. I was like, bullshit. I said putting ice. I mean, I said putting salt on ice because we were sitting there talking about physics that night for whatever fucking reason. I said, hey, here's a fun science fact. Fun fact, FF. That putting salt on ice creates the temperature to go instantly lower below 32 degrees, which is the freezing point of water. It creates a temperature which could cause skin damage. And I said bullshit. And then you said, all right, let's grab ice cubes, put salt on our hands, and fucking (laughs) hold that shit until none of us can fucking release. And then I think me and you held it the longest, and we had, like, burns for, like, three weeks. We couldn't use our hands. Yeah, and it sucked because we worked grill. Oh, God, it hurts It hurts so bad. I just, oh, that was such a terrible night. Terrible I didn't beat decision. it for almost two weeks. <laughs> Both hands fucked. Remember when we went to the, was it, <laughs> after a long night of partying, 
Me, you, Jessica wake up. And we're like, we want, ooh, that sounded nice. I know, right? We want, we want some, uh, we want some Chinese. So we go up to this little oh, local Chinese. God. <laughs> the stories we have, we can make so many episodes. <laughs> and we go up to the little Chinese restaurant. And, uh, <laughs> you go to get up. Fucking dick. You go to get up and you go to serve yourself at the buffet. And I pour soy sauce all up in your Coke. But, bro, I was excited. I had so much crab <laughs> and sushi. I was ready to go. And I even looked for the soy sauce. I'm like, oh, why is this bottle half empty? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to try to find the video. <laughs> oh, I was really looking forward to that Coke. I'm really going to try to look for it, man. <laughs> um, uh, no, you, go finish, finish. Go no, finish. no, no, no. You, you, will you tell tell a story about... Um, we tell the story about uh, when me and you ate seven by sevens. Oh yeah! Wow, look for this video, bro. Okay, so if if you've never been to Steak and Shake, there's like secret menu items, and one of them's called. Well, it wasn't even really secret to be honest. Not at that point. It is now. Yeah, uh, it was called a seven by seven. It was seven patties, seven pieces of cheese between two buns. And let me tell you, that video, I regret deeply. Because I was able to put way more of that sandwich in my mouth than I fucking should have. <laughs> there was no video of Devin doing it, but I believe he said he did it, but I don't remember. There it. is a video. It was just separate from the one that, the time that me and you did it. Mm. Yeah, that was uh, that was a trip. I kind of really missed Steak and Shake, for real. Even though they fucked me over and still never paid for that fucking injury I got there. What injury was that? That was when a stack of plates got dropped and a shard flew off and cut my pinky halfway open. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't doubt it. It was staying a shake. Fucking. I, 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 I was like, shit. y'all paying for this is workers' comp, bro. And they're like, Grudy. Try to, they try to, like, they try to literally, like, man shame me. Like, they're like, oh, you ain't a man. Good. You got to get stitches and shit. I'm like, yeah, I got to get stitches and shit. My pinky's halfway hanging off, you fucking prick. Let me, you all need to pay for this shit. I ain't paying for this. And I still got medical calls for like 10 years after that saying, oh, you go $1,000 for your medical visit. And I'm like, no, I don't. You need to talk to Steak and Shake. Fuck off. <laughs> I was like, huh? All right. So I got both. I've got both videos. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Here so we go. we'll be able to listen to the audio. Oh, yeah. And it, for anybody who's willing to to scroll this far down my Instagram, if you do find the salt video, do a repost. Well, you, if you find the salt video for whatever reason when we posted it, it stops. Like the video stops halfway through. Oh, it does. Yeah, it doesn't sh- even show the aftermath. No, it doesn't. But here's here's the audio of of when John drank the soy sauce. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's not even cool. <laughs> Let's see. It's very good selection. You didn't get to the part where I was like, I was really looking forward to that Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What is this? What is this? What is this? That's all we got. What? I remember a much longer what video. Oh, yeah. It was way longer. That was all that, w- that, was all that got posted. It was oh, such a sad no. time. Oh, yes. God. What happened to fucking the cloud, man? Jesus yeah, it, Christ. It was a lot. That video is gold. If we can, anyway, we can fucking dig and find that, dude. We have to. It's oh, got to be on that old. That shit's gone. No, it's got to be somewhere. I guarantee you it's somewhere. So, wait, 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 wait. Let me show you a video of. Was of, that MySpace time? I don't remember. No. No, God, no. I posted that directly on Instagram. Um, it might be way, but way, way deep in my Facebook somewhere. Um, I've got, uh, this is a video of when I did 
something very similar to Jessica. Shortly after we did that to you, me and Jessica <laughs> went to uh, uh, Gatlinburg and we were at a restaurant and I start pouring salt into our drink. <laughs> and the table next to me, the guy sitting there, he saw me doing it. He just looked at me and laughed. <laughs> there it is. Click. Something always clicks with us, you know. <laughs> You're an asshole. Her fucking face, bro. That's just gold. Oh, you know what we need to do? Who was there the night we did the salt challenge? Oh. It was just me, you, and Wes, right? No, Jessica was there too. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, I mean, like, as far as the boys, um, we need to do this to Austin. Austin was not there separately. We did get Dwarfy to do it. I remember Dwarfy. Yeah, Dwarfy did it. He did not do Austin it very do long. It? We need to get Austin to do it on the next I don't, episode. The only problem is, is I really don't want to injure anybody, especially him. He uses we did a minute hands. and a half. And I regret every... I will never do that shit again, John. But, dude, we lived, right? Fuck it. I mean, yeah. He'll be okay. Hey, look, I've listened to the other shows from the Mothership. He is all about doing some weird shit. So I'm saying... You should take a taste of the, of the bomb before we end this episode. I'll get it out. What about your bomb? I see it in the corner. You're going to give me anything put it on, you dick? <laughs> We're out of whiskey. Give, give me a second. I can't even chase it. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> We should think of another story to tell while we're while we're waiting on this story. All right, all right, all right. All right. <clears throat> well, um, <laughs> what about the time when you did do Molly? I mean, there's been multiple times where you're talking about the first time because the first time I did it was with you, right? And yo, know, it was you and Jess, and then y'all were on the floor like just rubbing each other's faces for like 45 minutes. I wasn't even high, and I was like, this is the best <laughs> fucking show I've ever watched in my life. You know, I was sitting there like, oh my god, the carpet. The carpet feels so good. I, I just remember that moment so clearly. I do not remember that. <laughs> it does sound so, like because early on in our relationship, we were, you know, we were, we're we're so much more mellow now. We were super affectionate towards each other. We were all we were very infatuated. Bro, I thought with y'all each were going to start dry humping the carpet. Like I really did. <laughs> like it was it was intense. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, Jessica. Jessica. No, no. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Will you pour the pour uh, just a very small amount into the spoon? Well, I definitely can't get this in my eyes right now. Right, that way you can wash your hands really quick, and he doesn't have to leave the seat. My eyes are dry as fuck. Can you use this to grab it? Yep, I can do that. There we go. Yeah, because we had that happen. We had that happen last week with Nathaniel. Nathaniel opened it, and he was, and then he accidentally touched his eye. Dude, he just had residual, like the bomb on his. I, I don't know how bad it's going to be, but all I got to ask is a very small amount. Very small amount. Very small amount. I'll give me half of it. That's plenty. That's plenty. Oh, that's a good bet. All right, can you... No, but that's not barely shit. Oh, um, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, can you get some milk or some fucking... Anything other than jalapeno fucking Pringles for me to fucking chew on? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, don't you stop recording, bitch. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, God. I haven't even started yet. It doesn't look like a lot. Like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to full-on tongue it. Like, That's I'm fine. just going to drop it on my tongue. That's fine. Oh, my eyes. That doesn't smell bad at all. It kind of smells like tomato paste. I don't know if you remember how Mexican I am. Like, this might maybe, not be so that bad. Maybe we should get you some more on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear a ominous no in the background. Yeah, you're right. We need we need this for other guests. We need this for other guests. Well, I mean, I already died in the beginning of this episode, so. What? 
<laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> flashback oh. to soundbite. Oh, that's there it is. You're talking about before. I'm putting your plug. Set flashback to soundbite. All right, ready? <clears throat> All right. Bottoms up. John Metz the bomb. How is it? I would like more whiskey with it. <laughs> Do you have any chips? Chips be good. All right, describe what's going on, brother. <clears throat> well, my throat's closing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the milk as long as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Down to Earth, episode two. I'll chuck some ranch with, with John Metz. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, this episode, Jesus, this episode comes okay, out right. this Wednesday. Good, it's just stuck on my uvula. <laughs> I did it all the way the wrong way. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You know it would probably help with that, that burn? What? If you had a little bit of... Honestly, it's really not that bad. Yeah? No, actually, I'm, I'm kind of playing a little bit. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I've definitely had worse chalupas. Chalupas? Oh, yeah. Because I'm Satan. Uh... Oh, Lord Almighty. <laughs> you know what this would be really good for? What? You're going to go to get your girl out. You want to get your mouth, mouth nice and wet. John, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you can find him on Facebook, Aww. Snapchat at John502, TikTok at John for the win, and Instagram at Doom502. And check out his Meet Me Instagram, DJ Ravenwolf. John, anything you want to add or plug? Get at me, my foes. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, for Gray Man Media, I'm Devin. Don't forget, a new episode of Thoughts from the Mothership airs this Monday, and I'll see you next week.